0: Good morning. Good morning. My name is uh, David Greenham. I'm an ordained minister of the United Church of Christ, and I serve as the interim senior minister here at Naples United Church of Christ. And we're so happy to welcome you today to our worship. If you're here with us in person or if you're joining us online uh, streaming, streaming, we're very happy to have you here. There's a lot going on, and we'll fill you in on it in a second.
1: And I'm Rev. Angela Wells-Bean. I'm your minister for congregational care. I echo David's welcome. We are so glad you're here today on this first Sunday of Advent. And a special welcome to the folks who are worshiping with us from Arbor Trace. I'd like to ask you now to register your attendance with us. And so if you're here in the sanctuary, there should be blue attendance pads at the end of your pews. Please take a moment to fill those out and pass them to your neighbor And if you're with us online, please write your name in the comment section and where you're worshiping from this morning. And while you're there, you can click on a PDF of our bulletin so that you can follow along with the service order.
0: So today is the first Sunday of four uh, sequential Sundays known as the season of Advent. And uh, it is the practice here and in so many churches around the world to celebrate Advent by acknowledging the day uh, each day with a lighting of a candle. And uh, we have uh, candle lighters and readers uh, for each of the services. And for today, uh, uh, Gloria Bissinger and Joe Rickard are going to light and uh, lead us in that. There is a response, and uh, Gloria will cue you on that. But have your bulletin ready for the response. You've got a big speaking part here. You've got to be prepared for it. (laughs) Uh, We're also this morning are excited about uh, having a baptism. And we'll get to that in just a little
1: bit. And... I'd like to remind you that David made a big announcement last week about our program coming up this Thursday called When the Holidays Are Hard. That's sponsored by the Stephen Ministers, and I'm helping to lead that. And it's for anybody who's not feeling merry and bright at this time of year for whatever reason, and we're going to have some time to honor that over lunch. Um, But we're reminding you about it again today because today's the deadline to RSVP. So please stop by the Gathering Place after worship or email me if you'd like to join us for that. We would welcome you.
0: Between services today, there's an opportunity to do a forum that we've been doing. We hope you'll join us for that forum. Um, it uh, takes place in Nelson Hall in between services. Uh, grab a cup of coffee and uh, go to the forum. Um, that's if you're doing one thing here. Uh, but then there's another thing that's going on. Uh, And that is skip the coffee or go to the forum and go a little later. But if you go today, there's a fellowship time at the Bargain Box. And some of you, I know, know all about the Bargain Box and some of you may not. But the Bargain Box, I think the address is there. Put it in your GPS and go to the Bargain Box. It is a secondhand store that the church runs. And the proceeds from that... Uh, when it pays all the bills, gets everything done, all of the remainder of the money is given in grants to missions. So it's a mission project. And it's a great place to get Christmas presents. Uh, Or maybe if you don't expect to get any Christmas presents, buy yourself something there. Uh, And today, if you go during the special Naples UCC fellowship hour, they'll have things to eat and drink and all of that. You also get 50% off. So uh, uh, let them know where you're from so you can get your discount. Uh, please join us there. I'll be there after the second service. So.
1: And coming up this Wednesday is our first midweek Advent meditation. This is a series of midweek worship services we do during the seasons of Lent and Advent. So this Wednesday is our first one. Um, I will be offering the meditation. The preachers change each week. And Joy and I will be offering beautiful music on cello. So come on Wednesday here in the sanctuary at noon for a midweek pause.
0: That's great. Well, there's a lot going on. Uh, Next Sunday is uh, in the afternoon at 3 o'clock is the Christmas concert. Did you just announce that? I did not. Oh, good. Then I'm supposed to. (laughs) Great. Next week at 3 o'clock is the Christmas concert. Uh, You'll want to uh, join us for that as well. I think we're ready.
1: Yep, that's enough for now.
0: Will you uh, now prepare your hearts and minds for the worship of God? Good morning. Today we light the first candle of Advent the candle of hope. We put our hope in the one to come, the promised one who comes from God to bring good news of salvation. We hope in the one who will lead us to walk in the light of the Lord. We hope he will not let us live in dark valleys, but on the high mountain of God. We light this candle in hope. If you will please respond with the words printed in your bulletin. On this day, we remember to look for the coming of Christ in hope.
1: And I invite you to join me in our prayer of invocation, which you'll find printed in your bulletins. So let us pray together. Jesus, we await your coming. We wait filled with hope, knowing your light will shine in the darkness. We wait anticipating your peace, believing that one day it will fill our world. We wait embracing your love. May we reach out to share it with our neighbors. We wait with joy in the expectation of your birth. Come soon and fill our worship and our world with your light. Amen. Our scripture reading this morning comes from Paul's letter to the Romans, chapter 13, and if you'd like to follow along in your bulletins, you're welcome to. Besides this, you know what time it is, how it is now the moment for you to wake from sleep. For salvation is nearer to us now than when we became believers. The night is far gone The day is near. Let us then lay aside the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us live honorably as in the day, not in reveling and drunkenness, not in debauchery and licentiousness, not in quarreling and jealousy. Instead, put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. May God bless our modern hearing of these ancient words.
0: I'm a sucker for courtroom dramas uh, in movies and in plays. I, I've even talked about them here before. the The one that's my favorite of all time. Is that courtroom drama in that play? Inherit the Wind. You know that play? Oh, it's it's my best. It's I, my favorite. I love it. But it's Christmas time, so I'm thinking of another one: the Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street uh, courtroom scene. Do you remember it? The they're trying to figure out who Santa Claus is, and they the U.S. Mail brings in bags of mail. It's just wonderful. That. The, the bad guys get their comeuppance. That's what I like about a good courtroom drama. There's, a, there's another one that I've been thinking about around the season of Advent, though, and it's not from such a grand film. Uh, it was uh, called Oh God. Do you remember the film? Uh, it, you know, it, it was all right. It was George Burns playing God. And it was uh, John Denver playing a grocery clerk, a manager of a grocery store who has a divine revelation. And, of course, the bad guys are against him, and they're going to resolve it in a courtroom. And so John Denver's defending himself against the charge that he's lost his ever-loving mind because he's talking to God. And George Burns, you know George Burns, always chewing on a cigar... George Burns was born an old man, by the way. Uh, George Burns comes into the courtroom. Uh, Well, right before he does, John Denver announces his witness. He's going to call the Almighty God, he announces. And there's a little looking around. He is crazy, they think. And then the door opens, and George Burns walks in. And George Burns goes up and takes the oath, I uh, I promise, do you promise, tell the whole truth, so, uh, so help you, God. And he says, I promise, so help me, me. You know, it's a <laughs> wonderful line. And then John Denver describes the moment that just happened. And he says, you know, when I announced that God was going to come, there was, couldn't you just feel it, there was a, there was a sense of expectancy in the air. It, it, it was just a little moment, When people wondered if maybe, actually, God might come. God might actually come. Today is the first Sunday of Advent. It is not a pre-Christmas season. It is not about getting ready for the coming of Jesus. It is about getting ready for the coming of God in Christ who comes to us and completely changes our world. For years now, I've spent my life trying to help churches do well. I, the data about American churches is not so good. If you draw a graph, and you put on the graph the day I was ordained, and you follow the health of United States churches... Every year I've served, it has gone down. I'm starting to get a little self-conscious about this. Uh, I have been involved with the church as it has gone down and down and down and i thrown myself into it I've served a local church I I became a professor I taught students I I ran a seminary I did everything I could to get that turn that line to go other than down and then I started consulting with congregations I'd meet with congregations and they, they had built a church building even before I was ordained, about the time I was born. They built their education wing. You know those education wings? We have one. Double-loaded corridor on either side. They expected children in first grade and a classroom of second graders over here. And they have these big buildings and they have sanctuaries that will hold hundreds of people and 30, maybe 40 show up. And the cost of the utilities and everything else is dragging it down. And one of the things I've had to do as a consultant to those churches is I've had to say, let's talk about what time it is. Is it time to reinvest in this church? Or maybe it's time to say we had a great season of service and let's roll it up and share these resources in another way. And that's a hard conversation, especially if you spent your whole life trying to get that line to go the other way. But sometimes you have to lower your expectations. But not in Advent, folks. First of all, one of the things that's come to me when I've been with churches is I've been blessed to go see the church in other parts of the world, in churches that aren't just like mine, but churches where there's vitality and life. There's nothing dying about the church of Jesus Christ. The church of Jesus Christ is alive and well and thriving, just not in all the places where we've been. But it's alive and thriving and extraordinary, and there's no reason to lower our expectations about what God is doing through the church and the world. It is incredible and here's something I really want to tell you something you've given me that's just so great towards the end of this ministry I've had I've got to come here and I want to tell you that if you have lowered expectations about this congregation you're wrong God is nowhere finished with this group of people nowhere finished God has great things to do you can expect Many more things from this congregation. You can expect it to be lively and livelier for, for the foreseeable future. You may not fill all the classroom just the way you intended, but it is going to be alive and well for a good long time. I, I've seen a lot of churches that the time was up. That's not now. The time right now for this congregation is not to have lowered expectations, but because it is a congregation that can still remember that it's about God Not about us, but about who God is and what God is doing. Because you are that congregation, you may have extraordinary expectations. The advent, what is coming for you, is extraordinary. You will support one another, love one another, reach out to each other. You'll remember each other's names and touch each other and be important in each other's lives. You will reach out and touch other people in the surrounding community and you will gather right here for a good long time, and worship God. And you will get to share in the blessing of these babies and babies like this. Isn't that grand? It's extraordinary. You may rightly expect more, not because you're good, but because God is good. And for this season, in this place, of this congregation's life, There are great things ahead of this, I am sure you may look forward in hope, in hope, in real hope, with high, great expectations, an air of expectancy, because God is nowhere finished with you. Amen. So, what time is it? Is it time to give up on London Elizabeth or Florence, Virginia? By no means. It's time to have great expectations for them. Is it time to give up on the Church of Jesus Christ? By no means. It's time for great expectations. Is it time to fret and worry about the future of this congregation? By no means. Thanks be to God, from whom we may expect great things. Amen.